Hey yo, what's happening everybody? How you doing? Welcome to In Too Deep. I'm your host, Jack Rowland. There's a new gallery in town, people. It's called Let's Pretend, and it's on 204 Commercial Road, Paran, and it's well worth checking out. They've opened with a bang a few months ago with a huge solo exhibition from Baylor, followed by an epic solo show by Knock, both dear friends of the podcast. Currently showing, there is an incredible painting exhibition from Spanish-born, Melbourne-based artist Murano, who will be joining me for a chat today. Murano's works are expressive, colourful, illustrative, abstracted portraits of people within complex urban environments. Something about these paintings really are alive and allow the viewer to get easily lost in them. The show wraps up on the 1st of July, so get down to the gallery quick as there is only one week left. All right, please welcome to the show, Murano. Is there a point to all this? I think we're getting in too deep. You don't apply. Bad luck. Well, I have one speed, I have one gear. Go, 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 I'll tell you when we're getting in too deep, too deep, too deep, 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 deep. Marco. Hey. Hey, bro. How are you? Very good. Very good. <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, lovely to finally meet you, man. We've been interacting a bit online for a while, but uh, yes, great to uh, great to finally meet you. Uh, um, I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of your podcast, so... Thanks, yeah. bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And, um, man, massive fan of your work. Like, uh, So, yeah, we are here at uh, Let's Pretend Gallery, which is yes. uh, a rad new gallery everyone should seriously check out on High Street. No, sorry. A commercial yeah. road, road. two hundred four. Oh. There we go in uh, yeah. Paran. Um, it's awesome, uh, but yeah, seriously, this show is uh, this is a big show. This is a big. Every work is huge. Every work is excellent. It's. Um, Thank you. Well Thank done, you very man. Much. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, how yeah? How how long have you been working on this exhibition for? Well, um, there is some pieces that it's kind of. Um, new pieces that never been uh, on a show. And there is um, other ones that I already show them like once, I think. Um, yeah, so it's probably a collection of two years work mm -hmm. or something like this. Yeah. So it's a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of hours painting. Awesome. Um, yeah, so like how, um What's the best way to describe your work for the listeners? Like, I'm looking at, I mean, I'm looking at this one work now. Like, how big is that? Is that like almost three, two and a half meters? It looks like it's... 285 to 185, I think. I mean, if I were to kind of describe it, I would say they've got this kind of expressive, somewhat illustrative kind of aspect to them. There's a, a kind of disjointed cubist aspect to them um, where everything's kind of off tilt. Um, You've got a really, like, uh, they're representational, um, but they're also, there's a lot of mark making. You know, you can really see the, the, the marks um, left, and uh, they're incredibly unique, and um, you can really get lost in them. Oh, thanks. I mean, um, I think you described them pretty well. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, it's figurative painting, so I do a lot of urban um, scenes like um, with a lot of buildings and maybe a couple of broken cars and trees with no leaves and then I include some pigeons or sim symbolism like the marbles or stuff like that from my childhood so all of these pieces are um, you know I it's all improvised I don't uh, sketch 
I don't prepare any kind of idea or um, it's just like um, I start painting on top of a canvas without stretches and then, you know, move along and I decide, you know, the composition. And then I, I, I'm always looking for the kind of the er human error all the time. So I, I don't like to plan because it gives a little bit more this kind of um, mistakes mm. of, you know, they they incorrect, but I, but I like this kind of juxtaposition of stuff or unfinished or, you know, the perspectives are completely wrong mm. or, yeah, stuff like this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I kind of uh, like to keep the, the rhythm on the brush strokes and 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 get really focused on 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 the style and and the language more than the meaning of the piece so all of the pieces you know are built um naturally uh, because it's a, a lot of things coming from my you know memories uh, dreams or subconscious it's a lot of things that it comes about the repetition of the same elements over and over and then you change it a little bit and then I evolved the style. So, yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, awesome, man. I love that, um, that intuitive nature to it because, like, with my works, I'm, I've just become, like, uh, really... Like, I plan everything too much. It's just super planned. So, you know, like, when I'm planning for a show, I'm, like, I'm like cr kind of creative for a week. I'm planning for a week, you know, like a, a couple <laughs> of weeks of planning, and that's, like, all the creative kind of vibes, and the rest, rest is, like you know, manual labor, just executing that. And uh, I, I get very jealous of, uh, you know, intuitive painters that, um, and, and there's something really wonderful about it because when you are intuitive, you really see the hand of the artist a bit more, the characteristics that, you know, the, uh, the, the brush marks or, or the, yeah, like you said, like the kind of angles or anything, it's, it's very much like your hand doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I think... I in in i mean i love when people can be uh, motivated and kind of um engaged when they just uh they very organized mm. um so for me over the years um i tried different methodologies but you know i end up uh like trying to um, keep my kind of uh, identity in the style and stuff like this. So the, the way it looks better and I enjoy more the process is, uh, you know, being uh, working that way. So it's kind of weird because sometimes I struggle in the beginning. It's like a roller coaster where I, oh no, I'm not really motivated to start painting, but I do it anyway. So I keep multiple pieces at the same time. I work on top of them and I leave them and I come back. And then there is a lot of time where I'm looking at the pieces that they completely unfinished. And then I, and you know, one day it's like a click. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, now I have to, I can finish. There is other days that I feel like super fresh and I can finish in a couple of uh, sessions, but mm. Yeah, those paintings here, there's had a lot of layers. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, the, mm, yeah, it's like a lot of sessions, uh, short sessions, because I, I don't like also getting tired. So right. when I think 
uh, I'm like, my energy is going down, I stop. So I, you know, it's nothing, I don't have any rush, so I leave it there. And when I feel like the, the, that I have to, I have the time to see it a couple of hours, that I'll do it again. Mm. Yeah. Um, yes, mostly the, the you're, process. You're a fast painter? Um, depends. I, I, I think I'm pretty fast, but then uh, it takes me a long time to decide when the piece is finished. Mm, right. I'll prefer not to rush this bit because it, sometimes it's like a, mat, a matter of very little details that they have to be done that it's probably quickly to do, but I need to take my time to see what's the right solution. Mm. It's the only part that I, yeah, spend more, uh, yeah, contem contemplation or, uh, yeah, yeah, stuff like yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Far out, man. Just the whole no, no planning thing aspect with like, yeah, it's like a fear of mine. Cause, like, <laughs> cause you know, like your, your works are really like, uh, the colors are very unified. It, it, there's a real vibe to each piece. Um, and you know, the compositions look pretty like they're, they're pretty, they're pretty good. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's hard, it's hard for me to comprehend how it, it can all just kind of come together like that. <laughs> but they're, they're fantastic. I mean, some of these are really tripped out, man. Like a lot of eyeballs and a lot of like faces with multiple angles on the one head kind of yeah. thing. Um, is that, uh, you know, for lack of a better analogy, but is, is like Cubism and, or Picasso or anything like a, a, an influence of yours or, or think, do you have more modern influences? Yeah, I think... Um I, I've been inf influenced, uh, my main influence, it's always been, um, it's coming from, from gra graffiti in the yeah. first place. So that was, that was your whole thing? Like, yeah, yeah it came from the... G um, yeah, correct. So yeah. then, you know, I really always study, um, you know, a lot of uh, painters, contemporary painters in general, or classic painters as well. But also, I read a lot of comics, mm. uh, and I've been uh, doing a lot of commercial illustration as well. Um, so I think the fusion of a lot of stuff, and mentioning like uh, Picasso, for example, like um, it's in Spain is a is something that it's a cultural reference. Even if you don't like it, it's like Gaudi or right. um, I don't know, just Dali or. People, Joan Miró, you don't um, you don't realize that because you even maybe you don't even interested on them, but somehow you grew up like because they like you know very important in your own country mm. and you know it's something that it's always there and somehow impacts your 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 style. I think Cubism in general it's um, kind of a um, way of doing things that it's very common these days in illustration, in any kind of painting. I don't think it's a movement anymore. It's just like something a lot of people do. Uh, but yeah, I understand that it, it's a, you know probably a good connection there. It's almost like a building block now. It's just kind of like a, a technique or something like that. Is that kind of what you mean? Like it's it's, a, um, it's so used. It's, it's just in our DNA almost. It's like a, part of my, uh, you know, uh, toolbox. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
the, to um, for me, it's uh, to maximize the expression and the emotions, um, and you know, to um, work on the compositions. I really need to break the things. So cubism is a way to, um, you know, uh, twist or you know put the angles in uh, a different way to make the painting work. Because um, I don't use reference photo references, or I don't uh, draw, uh, paint things that like on in life. So it's just all from memory. Everything. So no references at all. Just no. Like, so the, there is. The, the, it's see. it's um, it's all you know. It's very handy to have these tricks, kind of, mm. because it allows me to you know, to have an excuse to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Because if you have a photo reference, you can copy the solution that you have there or even evolve the solution. But when it comes from your mind, you have to invent it or, or you have to memorize. And you don't do this intentionally. It's just like, okay, so I don't know how to, how to make this work. Okay, I'm going to break it. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a big, oh, it's so cool, man. Like oh, we're in the gallery now and I'm, able to actually look at the works while we talk sorry listeners but um it's uh it looks like a big combination also of painting and drawing you know there's a lot of mark making are, are you using pastels like uh hold on first of all are you using acrylic yeah so there is um so mainly i uh, in this exhibition i have uh, two different techniques so one is oil paintings so there is no um just oil painting that's it and then the rest of the paintings are all acrylic with a little bit of a spray paint. And then I use um, a kind of a, oh, uh, an oil pastel. Um, right. Because, yeah, because there is a lot of drawing on top. So I, I like, I, I like the, the brush, but then I, then I need to see like the rhythm on, on the... Um, I just I really love the like etching, mm. you know, stuff, mm. and this kind of patterns that it, that it creates. That it looks like everything it's like in movement. So I try to do that. I don't know if it <laughs> works or not, but so I tried like to, you know, in the composition I tried that everything it's like a bit crooked and like everything it's kind of in movement, and then all my brush strokes. Uh, the intention is to give a little bit of volume and, and movement at the same time. So this is uh, kind of <laughs> um, the intention. Uh, it's That's rad, man. Um, yeah. I mean, so, so you, yeah, I'll just like say it early. Like you, the show's been on for a couple of weeks now, I think. Weeks, yeah. And you got one more week to yes. go. Um, everyone should seriously get down to Let's Pretend Gallery on uh, Commercial Road, uh, Paran. Um, for the next week, but yeah, it's 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 really it's a it's a it's a real um blow it's a blow away show. Is that the right word? It's it's, <laughs> it's a great show. It's a really standout show. Big works. Um, yeah, fantastic. Um, you're from Spain, right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm from from Barcelona. Um, I haven't been for years, but I love Spain, man. I remember they had a really rich street art community when I was when I was there. That was like 15 years ago, but I remember. Of all of Europe I went to, I remember seeing the most, like, yeah, the most street art I saw, graffiti in, in Barcelona and Spain. Yeah, uh, I've been very lucky because um, 
gra graffiti for me was like really uh, like you know the beginning of taking like seriously or having a purpose mm. an artistic or creative purpose in my life uh, I've been you know always drawing as a kid and and not listening at school and yeah, <laughs> yeah. all of sort of uh, things uh, but yeah I started you know doing uh, tagging and stuff like this when I was like 12 and then um, yeah I started painting graffiti and doing a lot of you know black books my sketches and sharing with my friends and it was like the perfect um, school because you don't have a teacher you don't have ho homework you don't uh, no one tells you what to do so you are with your friends and this makes you like um, the perfect for me it was the perfect environment to you know to engage and and you know be like addicted to to it so i spent like more than two decades painting graffiti um i'm all I'm, i've been always the guy doing more uh, characters and stuff um yeah but but you know having a community and and you know all the layers of and the because it was very underground by then in the 90s um and early 2000 so yeah it was uh, kind of um yeah, kind of my school, I yeah. guess. What's the, uh, what's the Barcelona street art or graffiti uh, world like? Is it, a, is it a particularly rough rough culture over there? N not, uh, I don't think so. I think uh, Barcelona graffiti community in general, it's always been, um, I mean, it's still like, um, you know, very... There is a lot of different kind of people, but I always felt like it's a positive community mm. in general, and in general, happy people. Even you know, we or most of people come from periphery, and like um, you know, suburbs that you know they probably very working class, and you know. You know, in general, people that they connect with graffiti and, you know, they really love to share. And, yeah, I, I never had big issues. Uh, always people very inclusive. Um, you know how graffiti world is. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. not easy. There is a lot of rules. It's kind of dogmatic sometimes. So you have to you know, deal with it. Um, graffiti world's funny like that, isn't it? It's all about breaking rules, but don't forget to follow the rules. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I've been always very lucky myself because I think on the 90s, um, we had a lot of influence from uh, places like uh, Paris. Uh, so a lot of European graffiti like it was the scene in Europe was incredible. Mm. So I think it was, even by then it was, um, I don't know, kind of open to new stuff. And, and then, you know, there is different groups, like they more into trains. So obviously, you know, they, uh, but even it, in Barcelona where a lot of, 
people doing like trains or only lettering that they completely break uh, the traditional graffiti like New York and stuff like this. So it was kind of very innovative and very, um, yeah, very open, I think. Um, there is always someone, you know, that, you know, they feel like things to be right has to be some way, but um, it's very simple. You don't do it and you do what, what you feel right for you. And yeah, you don't have to please anyone. Hmm. I never did, so, um, but yeah, but I respect the community and I understand how, um, I don't know how uh, incredible a graffiti can be for, you know, for a lot of people and, and how much helped me myself as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, there's so much culture in it too, you know, it's kind of, there's uh, so much, it's it's grown so much and it's, you know, the... the Look at the mural world now. Like even just kind of the legal mural world is 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 huge. It's big. It's big business as well. You yeah, know? and that all came from yeah. um, from these. Yeah, it's 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 like a, a very rich culture. So, and you know, for a few decades now, you know, they it, it's been evolving in so many ways, and now there is you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like all the urban art or street art. It's fantastic. I mean, there mm. is a lot of uh, great things. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of culture, I said you're from Spain, but I read also you're Catalan. And yes. uh, I've met a few people <laughs> who are Catalan and they're very, they're very <laughs> proud about Catalan. <laughs> That's like, so when, when people are, are Catalan, that is like, that's a region of Spain, right? Well, yeah. it's, is it its own country or is it a region? Like, what, what exactly? So, um, Catalonia, so, is it? Yeah, so yeah. Catalonia is like the equivalent to uh, Victoria. So, right. it's like a, we are not a um, state uh, country. So, mm. it's like, um, yeah, so, but it's um, historically, it's always been. Um, this kind of back and forth uh, about, you know, to be an independent uh, or having like um, different relationship uh, with with Spain mm. in the in inside Spain or outside. So it's always um, yeah a lot of history around that, and there is also the language uh, Catalan. So. So in, in Catalonia, we always um, speak in uh, Catalan and Spanish. And at school, because uh, Catalan is a, a weak, weaker because there is, you know, uh, more, um, it's, um, you know, less people speaking. Mm. Um, Spanish so we, is a bit more accessible as yeah, well. Yeah, so we try to protect the language yeah. uh, over the Spanish because for example, in my case, my my parents uh, born in 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 south of in the south of Spain, and they uh, migrated to Catalonia when they were little. Um, so they, you know, in Catalonia there is a like I don't know forty percent or fifty percent of people, you know, that they, you know, coming from Spanish families. So it just we are all the same uh, at the end. It's just like. The, the territory, the history, and yeah, uh, I feel like um, there is always a conflict because 
some um, um, uh, some politicians or um, or some groups uh, in Spain they don't like the idea of having a, a like uh, other languages and or you know other parts of Spain where they you know want to be different or stuff like this. So I don't know. It's just uh, a very dense mm. um, thing. Um, what's uh, what's yeah. some? Are there any kind of like distinct characteristics about the that differentiate um, Catalonia from Spain? Whether it's, I mean, obviously language, but is there like any kind of like food, cuisine, or cultural differences, or is it all? Is it quite? Um, is it quite yeah, quite similar? A, yeah, a lot of a lot of things, but. <clears throat> Uh, from now that I'm living here in 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 Australia, um, I feel like when you are exposed to other cultures, maybe you 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 think that the difference are not that big because you can see like you know we I, I feel like we share more stuff than there is more more stuff that we share than stuff that you know, with different. What um, what what brought you to Australia, and how long have you been here for? So I've been I, here. I love for... I love Europe so much, man. Like I, just, <laughs> I would love to go and live in Europe for a bit. But yeah, what? Yeah, sorry, I interrupted. No, no, no. It's uh, it's good. Um, so um, I've been here for nearly six years. Oh wow! Yeah. Um. So my wife, uh, she's Australian. She, because she was born in Argentina and she speaks Spanish, she came here when she was one year old. Um, then she had like a grant to go to uh, do a, an artistic project in Spain, in actually in uh, Barcelona, in a Barcelona suburb that is where I'm from. Mm. So I met her there. So yeah, so I met her there like. 2004. So she's an artist? Yeah, she, she street, was doing photography. Oh, no, no, she, she was doing photography and theater, community, um, um, community uh, artistic, uh, what's, what's the name of, um, yeah, um, community like a development. Re- oh, okay. Uh, so she was doing... Um, not like also, a residency or something? Yeah, it was a kind of a residency. Right, right, right. Um, so, so she was always um, doing projects, helping communities, uh, you know, going through art to, you know, to have a voice. And I, yeah, so because she was working with some artists in my town there. So, you know, I met her when she, when she was leaving. Uh, so, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, she now. came back here. You came back here. Yeah, yeah. We, we, you know, we spent a few years, you know, back and forth. We, yeah, so we end up, uh, you know, uh, marrying, you know, here because, you know, the legality stuff. Mm, of visa, yeah, visas, get, get and you permanently. Yeah, so you have to, and then she came uh, to um, with me to Barcelona for nine years, and then. We got two girls, two little girls. Oh, nice yeah. one. Cool. Yeah. And then we, come, kept, we came back. And yeah, now 
we leave you in here. <laughs> oh, dude, I'd, I'd love to ask you. Um, so you've got two kids. Yeah. Um, is it scary being an artist, having kids? Oh. Was there anticipation? Was there anxiety leading up to it? Because I feel like it's a, it's a tricky one, you know. I, mm. I'm at that age. It's like make or break, mid-30s, you know. But uh, being an artist, it's like, mm. oh, far out, you know, so much studio time and you gotta, yeah. got to put food on that table. Was, was having gone through it, was it? Yeah, a- well, I, my situation was um, a bit different because um, when I start, you know, I did all, all my graffiti years and during those, you know, two and a half decades of painting, I start very soon, you know, I realized very soon that by then it was very complicated to make a living of it or stuff like this. Mm. So very soon I start, you, you know, um, buying a computer and just starting learning, um, you know, illustration and doing some graphic design as well. So, um, so you know, I was making a living uh, doing uh, a lot of digital work. Um, and so it was kind of my uh, bread and butter. And yeah, yeah. So I was doing a lot of art and um, street art or graffiti uh, by then. And little by little was like, I was feeling like a little bit frustrated because it was like really difficult to... So I was actually graffiti, um, graphic design is something that I'm kind of very passionate about it as well. Mm. And it's a completely different thing because um, it's something very controlled, very organized. It, I, it, it was really good for me to have a structure coming, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, with all of these crazy ideas of, of graffiti. So just being able to be organized, client work, you know, having, you know, doing strategy. So it was, um, yeah, so um, helped me to, you know, to be like, you know, regular job. Yeah. And and then when I decided to, to have children, um, yeah, so I was already like... Set up. Stable. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so a few years ago, um, I was like, you know, I'm nearly 40, uh, you know, for me painting is like very special. Mm. Uh, and now that I'm like more, st- you know, um, stable and set up with my uh, business and stuff, it's time to stop holding back the painting and like kind of finish what I started. Um, right. Because, um, kind of this body of work for me it's like the continuation of what i was doing with uh, my graffiti so it was like you know when i think what's next it's probably gonna start changing a little bit the the themes and stuff uh but yeah so um it's like i, I can't stop it anymore i have to paint I yeah have to paint yeah yeah so did you kind of um around the time when you had kids and you you so 
Was it kind of a, a lot of conscious planning for your life? Obviously, I'm asking this because I'm relating it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, it's like, uh, was there kind of a conscious time of you, all right, cool, I got to set up, I got to get stable, um, or did that just, and, and have a break from painting, or did that kind of just happen naturally? It, it happened naturally. Yeah. So uh, painting, because I have this uh, kind of <laughs> um, taste, with my painting mm. so it's not very commercial to be honest um so i never been uh, successful so i was for me it was like more um you know i'll stop this for a while because i don't have time and i have to do other stuff and i really wanted to have children you know my wife and i we, we were like always uh, talking about it and you know we felt confident i never f my I never, myself, I never feel like scared or, mm. I, I thought, you know, it's time. I already did a lot of stuff. I think my design job is going well. So, um, yeah, I, I felt, yeah, I felt confident by then because I had this uh, kind of security if. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it probably, it's completely a different scenario if you are like, um, you know, uh, depending of selling paint and stuff like this, especially with my style, sometimes I feel like, um, yeah, it's really hard to uh, put into houses and mm. things like that. Oh, I mean, I disagree, man. I, 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 would, I think these would be great <laughs> in houses. Like, really, they're, they're awesome. I think they're very sellable too. I don't think, yeah. Um, Maybe in the past they haven't been commercially viable, but I think they. What I'm looking at here looks very commercially viable, dude. Thank but you. yeah, it's um, yeah, I. That's that's just kind of the thing that I've you know w worry about is having kids. I just feel like every day I'm in the studio trying uh, fluffing around with ideas is a day I'm not making money for mm. my non-existent kids, and I just fear that my art practice will uh, suffer. But then you got to weigh up mm. like. Is your art practice everything in life? Mm. You know, you you can afford you can afford to have a few years off, right? You know, mm. <laughs> it's the best thing about art is like there's no, it's not like sport where you've got a, you're only good till you know when you've got a timeline with sport. Mm. You get old, your body, you know, yeah, deteriorates. You can keep painting till you're ninety. So there's no, so yeah, th yeah there's that plus for sure. I think I think um, just to. Uh, Maybe it, it help, helps you <laughs> to decide or not. Mm. Uh, I have I a lot of friends who were like very worried uh, about that. And the funny thing, it ends up being completely the opposite. Like they had to be very productive and they become like they optimize uh, their time so much they're right, so tired right, right. Yeah. they're so tired but they become like sleep when you're dead yeah and they become <laughs> success, successful when they when they didn't have the responsibility of having kids so I don't know I think uh, it's something that it push you push your limits mm. for that yeah and it's very difficult uh, but it brings you a, little, a lot of joy as well uh, you don't have to have kids. Uh, there, you don't. I mean, I mean. I guess we sometimes we feel the pressure, but it's a everyone is different. Um, but yeah, at, 
you know, you probably um, it push you. Maybe you 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 are gonna be forced to organize yourself so much mm. and they do the things in the right way, and you're not gonna give you the chance to f fail. I don't know. It just I saw this in so many friends that it was like, wow, that's that's interesting. No, yeah. I mean, there's a lot to that, like that actually forcing into time management. I mean, if I clocked up the hours, I'm, I'm like at a point where I'm too scared to look at my phone and see how many yeah. hours I've spent yeah. on fucking Instagram. <laughs> like if, if you can actually just cut the fat and be really like productive with your working. My wife, Yuria, she has like this kind of... Uh, I don't know what you call it, like a flow state or a focus app. And it's just like 45 minute alarm mm -hmm. and then it'll be 15 minutes. So it's just like 40, okay, I'm not allowed to go get a coffee or procrastinate for 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. then, it, then it beeps and cool, 15 minutes, you have to have off. And she thinks it's in, in like made her so much more pro productive and she gets so much more work done. And you can actually get more work done in a shorter amount of time and then afford to go catch up with a friend or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, our, our um, energy is limited. Um, and, yeah, I think when we have the whole time, we also waste a lot of time. Yeah. It happens to me because I'm terrible. I'm a procrastinator. Bro, me too, man. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm super terrible. So this is why I try, when I paint, this is why... Um, I only, only try to paint two or three hours when I am like feel the energy. Mm, yeah. And then when I start getting tired, stop. Because, um, yeah, it's just to use, you know, <laughs> what I have. Uh, yeah. And, and then just, you know. Yeah, well, especially with intuitive painting, I imagine like if you're not feeling it, man, all those little decisions they matter, right? You want to you want to make those uh, brave brushstrokes and big decisions when you're feeling locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think for me, painting that way it's very emotional, and and at sometimes. Um, Painting for me, it's kind of a, you know, a place where I have to um, regroup things and take care of my, myself as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I need the painting to like release and to feel better. So when I'm painting and I'm not working I like a lot and I'm like, yeah, it's just like I'm start feeling happier. You know, it's mm. just very good for me. Yeah, yeah. Only if I do it that way. If I have to start planning, uh, you know, being like um, a business, yeah, everything changed, changed, so. For sure, yeah, mm. I can imagine. I mean, I don't even have to imagine. I totally relate to that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how are yeah. you finding uh, living in Australia? Do you like Australia? It would yeah, be a big a contrast to Europe, though. Europe, you got every country on your fingertips. <laughs> you got Africa right there. You got Morocco yeah. just a, like yeah. right next to you. Far out, like it's it'll be a big. It's a big, big yeah. contrast. Do you miss Europe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm, I'm like, at a, I want to live here, and but it's something that it, especially at my age, because I. 
I have 44 now, so um, yeah, it's really tricky. There is things that they are in you, like a lot of culturally, mm. that you're never gonna adjust anymore. It's like maybe not possible. What, uh, because you're older or just because of cultural because differences you already, in general? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not, not because you are older, because you, the experience that you're going through, the, the important ones in some ways, they're already with you. Right. And they, you're not developing anymore. You're well-established yeah. in who you yeah. are and your own personality yeah, and yeah, things. Yeah. Right. Then, yeah, it's really hard to come to a different country and then even the language is like, starting thinking differently so the mm. way i build my thoughts now are starting to be different as well it's just like yeah no shit yeah, 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 yeah. i feel i feel very awkward the way i speak uh, i'm like oh um maybe you know uh it's uh, the adhd or um you know i'm just really struggling with it. you know there is a lot of things that it's like oh no yeah it's it's difficult um, so i've lived in japan for a year and i felt oh, so stupid you just feel so stupid yeah. <laughs> well i i mean i couldn't speak the language at all i learned like really basic when i was there and I was just saying the same words over and over. I really should have put in, you know. Mm. It, but, you know, it's hard. You, you would know. It's, it's hard when you're, you're learning a language, you're uh, taking hard. on a whole new job, you're learning the different uh, you know, manners and cultural differences. It's, yeah. it's very overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, it's very. It's, and I've been lucky because I didn't had to find a job or stuff like this. Uh, so I was like independent. So it was, it's been great. So, but your self-esteem, uh, you know, gets affected because, yeah, you are not feeling confident the way you communicate. Like, mm. you know, I'm, uh, yeah. So. But there's yeah. also like it's awesome that you're independent. But you know, also sometimes when you move and you get a new job, you also have a, a work community, right? And mm -hmm. you like get colleagues and stuff. So it can, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's been tricky. Yeah. Um, well, we're glad we're glad to have you, man. You've been like really, uh, <laughs> you've been making some good marks in the last well, in the last year, but like in the last uh, couple of weeks, I've seen you've been you've been getting up in the streets with Baylor and doing oh, heaps of collaborations. Yeah, and yeah I love Baylor. He he's been great. It's a G. With me. Yeah, uh, and it's it's good because he reminds me uh, like a lot of friends of graffiti mm. of mine. And you know, and and I and I feel very comfortable with him because he had the same ideas. <laughs> like, yeah. And he, yeah, he's like, oh, let's do that. Okay, let's do that. And we are doing it. He's a know? doer. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay. Oh, finally, you know, yeah. someone. Uh, so yeah, we're doing a lot of stuff, and and he's being so uh, kind and helpful with the show. He put a lot of time on on you know promote it. Mm. and yeah everything so yeah how how did you come to uh meet meet Baylor and uh on on Instagram uh, yep. as you know uh I did the big picture festival uh, yeah 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 we we're just saying before big picture festival in Frankston it's awesome yeah i assisted oh. jason parker uh 2 years ago on it and um i'd love to be i'd love to be involved in that festival more it's great 
huge, um, huge murals everywhere. Yeah, so what happened was when I, I did a, a solo show in Mornington, and then I was, uh, you know, going to all the places in around giving flyers to inviting people. And I went to Frankston Art Center. And I went with my flyers of my paintings and stuff. And then I met uh, some of the people who work there. And they said, oh, we, we should have um, the cube space available uh, soon. Maybe you want to do a project there. And I was like, oh, we'd love to paint a mural and do kind of an installation. We can do a live uh, of of the mural and and then I can so they say oh we, do you have also pieces so yeah yeah I have some pieces so we, we can do an exhibition and, and the cube installation and and then uh, the year later they open an expression of interest in Frankston and I said uh, like you know because they told me oh you should give it a go because you already did a great exhibition here, so it's gonna be a good um, way to present yourself. And um, and yeah, so uh, Joel uh, Bands the Omega uh, saw my stuff, and he said that he recognized me from my graffitis from the nineties. Really? Yeah. So he oh, saw shit. what? But this guy? What? <laughs> I saw his stuff you know, on a lot of graffitis or gra graffiti magazines, European ones. Uh, so what, how, what, what's he's doing here? So, yeah, so then it was great. He's so nice. Uh, it's, the, the festival is so well organized. So, um, you know, they took care of me, you know, it was really nice. And all the artists, you know, I was painting with uh, George Rose. Oh yeah, yeah, love George. Uh, she's, yeah. she's awesome. She's incredible. So she's she's got a ah oh, this this will be out after, but she's got an open studio tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. go down for sure. <laughs> yeah, she's she's been doing great work lately. Yeah, I mean always doing great work, but yeah. yeah. Um, well, she gave me a masterclass of paint murals because I was like, you know, because I, I come from graffiti, so we. Uh, you know, the way we approach is always, you know, for me it was like, again, semi-improvised uh, kind, and my mural was, uh, was smaller, and I was looking at her with the scissor, scissors scissor uh, lift, lift yeah, yeah. and with the spray gun filling stuff, and I was like, wow, this is like a plan. And, I, and I, yeah, so I just watching her was like amazing because the scale of the mural she did in like the same time. Oh, she's a machine. Yeah, she's oh a machine. Oh my God. She's, yeah. she's a hardworking. Oh, yeah. She's a very hardworking. No, 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 artist. masterclass. Yeah. I was like, wow, wow. Yeah. No, she's, 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 I, I've done, done quite a lot of assisting work with her and I think I'm going to be doing a few, a bit coming up and she's, uh, yeah, super inspiring, you know. And very she's inspiring. a lovely person. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, then I also met um, David Booth, uh, Ghost, Ghost Patrol. Um, I still haven't met him, yeah. He's very nice. Been a fan he, of his work for years, yeah. He, oh, he's amazing. And, yeah, so 
so yeah, I was like a kind of, um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like so grateful to be there. And quickly I started receiving, you know, contacts and more followers on, on my poor Instagram. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so I start, you know, uh, feeling more uh, surrounded by my, you know, la- your people, like-minded people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your community, excellent. Yeah, yeah, correct. So I can't ask for more. Man, to that's be honest. that's great. Um, I mean, your work speaks for itself, man. It's like people gravitate towards good shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but um, were you? So were you a bit of a? You know, you got recognized from your work in the nineties. Were you a bit of a? a a big shot in the European graffiti scene back in the day? Uh, well, um, you, you don't I have to be modest. You can, you, can, <laughs> you can brag. You can brag. <laughs> um, I mean, in, in my days, the scene was very small. Right. So it was, uh, it was not Instagram. And yes, uh, I was very popular by mm. then. Um, were you doing letter letter work and things, or no? I, I was doing character? a lot of characters. characters. So I, wa- I was very, um, yeah, uh, kind of recognized because of my character work, and you know, I've been invited in in a, in a lot of um, shows, international shows, um, with great great graffiti artists. I met a lot of great um, people. Um, and also, you know, I pe- my pieces appear in a, in a lot of uh, European magazines by then. Mm. So yeah, I mean, man, cu- culture was different back then. Like, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm about nine years young, younger than you. But when I was like, you know, at school we used to go to this uh, record store called Obese Records, which is right near my uh, school, and it was all like you know, Australian hip hop and just graffiti culture. And, you know, you get the graffiti mags and it's, there's limited sources to get access now with Instagram, which Instagram's a game changer and it's a, amazing as well, but you can see everything at any moment. But, mm. you know, back then it's like, there's only, there's only a few publications where you can see this. So, yeah. And, uh, and like you say, I'm sure a lot less people doing it. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. Something exciting about that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember my, my, the first magazines were photocopies. Oh, right. Yeah. Just like so Renegade magazines. Yep. Imagine well, the kind of fanzines, mm. stuff. And then I remember my first um, color magazine was Explicit Graphics uh, that it was made on in Paris, in Paris. Um, and we freak out when we saw that, you know, mm. no internet, you know, it was, uh, we used to do like uh, pen pals with other graffiti friends sending uh, uh, photos, physical yeah, yeah, photos, right. not, you know, so was that the way to connect? Was mm. that our Instagram way then? Yeah. <laughs> so you just like sent it off to them and so you hadn't met them? We, I, I wasn't like good doing it but i had a lot of friends like they uh used to write uh their friends every month with the collection of photos they made because then it was like kind of a network where those photos end up on publications 
Right. So you just put it out there, send it off, mail it off, and then yeah. maybe that'll get shown to so yeah. and so. Ah, oh, that's yeah. And then you receive very, you know, very exciting months about that. later the magazine. So it was a we, you know, and it, but, but then we used to hang up a Saturday's morning on close next to the uh, shops where we used to uh, buy the painting and the magazines and all the graffiti related stuff you know, um, all the caps and all the new products that, you know, been, but in, yeah, in Barcelona was like, uh, big because we also had a lot of support of the Montana, mm. um, colors that, um, they being probably the first, uh, brand who made, uh, what was made for graffiti artists. Um, so, you know, we always um, work with them and they, you know, sponsor us for any kind of thing, give, you know, giving painting for, uh, for free. How so, good. yeah, actually the, um, the owner of the, um, the well, it, now I think he left Montana, but he um, um, bought a piece on uh, a couple of years ago mm. from me from an exhibition that I did with my crew in Barcelona in Montana Gallery yeah right sick um, yeah so we decide to celebrate t 10 years of um, yeah uh, being together so um, yeah so it was uh, really really good dope um, fuck yeah that's awesome um we were before we kind of you mentioned when we were talking about like the kind of contents of your work you kind of mentioned like mythology and i was wondering about the kind of yeah i guess the kind of the ideas that you work with when you when symbology you're, or, or yeah symbology or or just ideas or concepts or kind of what like yeah what what is your work about i suppose um so Basically, I'm I'm always trying to. Um, it's obviously um, character. I, I always do like um, these um, portraits, human figure, uh, urban scenes now, but it's more connected to probably things uh, that connect with uh, me emotionally and expressions and kind of, um, yeah, so I'll try to, um, yeah, to, 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 to do kind of a very expressionist painting. I, I don't... Is there an element of storytelling in them? Or is it more just a reflection of your kind of everyday exp experiences and things? I think um, it's more about um, my memories and images that I have in my mind that I repeat over and over, uh, and they came naturally. That, but I don't, um, I don't start a painting thinking, oh, I'm gonna paint that. Mm. So it's like I have like different elements that they have like kind of a symbolic element to me, like, and I feel very connected to them, like the buildings that they like. Uh, already human buildings like they like alive 
mm. and and they feel empty and they become characters at the same time and then the people and yeah i don't i don't yeah I feel like they'd uh, they'd pass the acid test, you know. <laughs> Some of these works I could uh <laughs> there uh, there's a hallucinogenic a hallucinatory kind of quality to some of them. There yeah. are some of them are pretty trippy. Yeah, I think um for me it's I'm I'm not really sure, but I think I'm trying to paint an emotion. Right. Um and and I try to find a language that allows me to uh, represent this emotion. So I use different uh, elements to build that. But to be honest, uh, I don't I don't think much about it. Right. I'm like, just let it flow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think. The, the painting itself, it builds itself, you know, when I'm building it, starts getting connected somehow. And I keep going until I balance, because I don't even uh, use a color palette. So I start like, have a bunch of colors and I mix them all basically. Mm. Uh, but yeah, but I guess, the feeling of being painting it's so intense that it, that um it helped me to uh well i'll try to represent that emotion mm. i guess it's kind of expressing myself um yeah but i'm not really sure about it are you familiar with jason parker's work at all no jason parker he's a melbourne guy he's a uh, painting at Everfresh Studios, but I, th- I think you'd really like his work as well. I'll show you when we uh, oh, once we awesome. finish. But yeah, he does um, yeah. a lot of portraiture too. But he's uh, yeah, he he really um, he really plays around with like you know making things quite hard edged and I almost hate using the word cubic cubist, you know, because it's so <laughs> it's such a old. Maybe um, I, I know him. Uh, I'm terrible yeah. with names. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll show you after. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, yeah. because Jay- I've been, you know, trying to discover. Mm. I'm very curious. So I'm always looking for, especially you know, now that I'm uh, here, I try to yeah to meet everyone. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm I'm a people person. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Um, yeah. So so you've also been doing like getting into the digital space with your art and stuff. And uh, yeah, oh, a lot. I was talking to you recently. You had um. Um, was it Dembski sent you? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I love his work. So you're friends with him, huh? Well, um, so he, we... Um, he sent you an NFT was what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, we, uh, I mean, he painted with a lot of friends. Um, we never paint together, but we know each other for, um, you know, very long because... Is he um, from Spain? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. He, he's from Valencia, so... He, you know, he's been painting with uh, really close friends to, to mine. And, and we write messages sometimes because we admire our work. And probably because he's huge now. Yeah, I know. He's really blown up. <laughs> yeah. So he kind of remember the graffiti um, scene by then. And then he, he's actually 
um, you know, very kind and, oh, I, I love your stuff. And, and we, we, yeah, he's uh, really nice. And he, we were talking, I don't remember about what, and, and, I, and, I, and, and I saw, oh, yeah, I'm just doing some NFTs. And he said, oh, yeah, I'm too, oh, I'm going to send you one. Oh, really? And he what sent a, what me a this uh, sculpture that I adore it. And I was like, oh, man, thank you. <laughs> now he's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of the, the graffiti days, it brings me a lot of joy because I, I met a lot of great people that now they're very big. Mm. In, mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I have, I'm, I'm very lucky to have all of those uh, friends or uh, connections. Yeah. What, what, so what kind of um, work have you been kind of uh, playing around with in the digital space or NFT kind of, kind of work? Yeah, so... In in you know I I've been doing digital work forever because oh because of I, the graphics design stuff yeah, yeah so I did a lot of uh, commercial illustration um, I did a lot of animation I did a lot of stuff um, you know at, at uh, web uh, design I, I did a lot of stuff over the years um, so when I uh, discovered like NFTs it was like great. This is like the last piece was missing because we always were like, oh, what am I going to do with that? Because it's like, um, you know, pieces in my computer or maybe I have a, an exported version of the piece on my website, but it's like the reach of, I don't know, it just feels like it's not going to last. It, I, don't, I don't know. So when... Uh, when I hear about, you know, the blockchain and, and I thought, yeah, that's fantastic because finally we're going to be able to have a, like a proper marketplace or at least it's going to start being like a proper thing to, for digital artists. And, and I'm always going to be involved in, in, uh, in, in the digital um, space because I feel very com confident. I, I've been working you know, so many years. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm also going to mix things. I, I, I would love to, you know, incorporate uh, technology and stuff to the, you know, um, uh, physical work and stuff like this. Augmented. I'm, I'm just learning at yeah, the moment. Yeah. yeah, like augmented reality kind of things. Get your phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at, at at this moment. I would say that I'm learning and experimenting, and yeah, uh, I think it's uh, great. Mm. There's, and, uh, there's some great things happening now, like uh, Knock has been doing it and Deviate uh, yeah. has been doing it, where you can, uh, I, don't, I don't understand anything, but put your phone up and it'll just recognize the, the yeah. mural and then it will just come to life, animate right on your screen right there. It's so, so cool. Such, yeah. a, such a cool element uh, to add. Yeah, I think it brings like another layer to what we're doing. And I think... It's uh, very important. What uh, the, the things that are happening now with all the technology and the NFTs and the augmented reality and virtual reality and all of those things are very compatible with mm. the physical world as well. And also, I think um, 
it makes like even the um, you know physical work also more unique as well. So you're gonna be able to be doing both. I don't know. I think that brings a lot of possibilities. I'm always open to learn stuff and. I'm very curious in general. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> Have you spent much time on virtual reality? No, not no, no. no not really. No. no. I've I've I'm virtual reality is amazing. Like mm. it's it's so incredible, but I think I'm traumatized by it. I did a uh, <laughs> had a, a a big evening one time and uh busted out the virtual reality and I did a a hero dose of a certain substance that uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's like my reality was like my brain was making sense of a new reality on my exterior. Mm. Then it was uh, making sense of a new reality on the interior. And it's like, uh, it's like the computer hit reset. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was, it was a lot, but, uh, but it's it interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It, it was funny because, um, I, I was like, um, when I discover, when I connected to a little bit with some people on the in the NFT space, I was like really into painting oils, and I was becoming like, okay, I'm getting very deep into into the natural materials, and I'm not gonna be painting with acrylic anymore. I'm only using the good stuff. You know, I, I like to uh, think that way sometimes. And then I, I'm a very contradictory person. <laughs> I just like yeah. change it. Yeah. And then I, uh, and I connected uh, in Clubhouse with some people. And then are you going Clubhouse? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I thought, yeah, because we were all like um, with the lockdowns and everything. And yeah, so I thought, what are we gonna do? Um, yeah, so I get very excited because I thought, oh, finally, this is great. We can start, you know, uh, doing, you know, p digital pieces. Um, I don't know. I just felt that it was something, um, it is something that it's excited me a lot. Then I realized that it's a lot of work. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, this is a... Yeah, I'm not sure. What's a, what's a lot of work? The NFTs or the clubhouse? Yeah, to or? do the to do the oh, yeah, all the NFT. promotion, right, right, to sell them. Yeah, it's like a whole. Yeah, you you got to invest time into it. You know? Yeah, got to build yeah. up a, a rep in a whole new space. Yeah, it, especially um, it's very busy now. Mm. So I, you know, I try my best to put my stuff there, mm. <laughs> and and I have like z zero attention because there is a, a lot of you know. Uh, uh, people doing stuff and yeah it's even yeah so yeah there is already you know very a lot of strong communities they all know each other yeah so yeah but uh but yeah it's it's cool i think it's cool 
What's uh, what's Clubhouse all about? Because I've, I've heard people talk about, you know, I've kind of uh, tried out a few different online spaces. I think, yeah, you're, you're hitting me up. You joined, uh, I briefly, very briefly started uh, Discord for Into Deep <laughs> yeah. with high hopes that we could create a, uh, yeah. a rich community to discuss ideas and it just got like... <laughs> Over dominated by a couple of conspiracy theorists. <laughs> I'm like, nah, fuck this. This is taking up all my fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I think I think um, yeah, Clubhouse. It was I think the first um, app that it was like a social um, network with a kind of voice base, like chats like rooms is it video or is it just no chat no, no rooms it's just or? voice a oh, voice yeah oh, so okay. when i read about it first was only by invite so it took me a while to f- to find a way to and then when it was open finally i uh, gave it a go and then there is a lot of you know random people creating rooms and you know having conversations and you know it was I realized that it, the, the most interesting ones was all about NFTs. Mm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now it's different because, you know, all the conversation moves to Twitter spaces. Mm. It's still uh, some groups on Clubhouse, um, but it's way more uh, options on Twitter spaces. Twitter is, the, Twitter is the space for crypto and, and NFTs, right? Yeah. 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 So the, what they did is just to create something like similar. Mm. I don't know how, how they uh, began, like, but it, it's like another voice. Uh, so it's like chat rooms. Yeah. Uh, there is like a um, moder- moderator. Um, like, yeah, so... And there is people that they do every day, like for 24-7 days. It's people that they always there. They're just always there. Dude, yes. I'm, I'm on they, Telegram. I like, do you have Telegram? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on but Telegram. But I'm not connected with, uh, I mean, I just a couple, have a couple of things. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that like, all the conspiracy stuff goes down. Well, not all, <laughs> uh, but much of the conspiracy stuff goes down yeah. on Telegram. And there's a couple of, there's a couple of groups that literally every day, that's been yeah. six hours every single day. Every, at least, yeah. just talking. And you're like, fucking hell, it's a lot. Yeah, so you have, I don't I like have listening the time. In. I like listening in though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to fly on the wall, you know. I think Clubhouse could be could be cool. I'd like to check it out. It's, I mean, uh, it it's it's nice if you find your group mm. and so it's everything, right? It, it, it's is it kind of a bit of a does it have a bit of a shit posting troll? Uh, there is conspiracy theories as well. So just everything, just e- everything. Just I think, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very the actually you can choose which, which kind of um, interests interests, or, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then um, yeah. So you can, but again, it's just to find the group. If you are lucky to find a strong group and they always there, it's good because you can join anytime and they give you uh, uh, your dose of mm-hmm. uh, content yeah. because any obviously in, interactive. So you can put your opinion on there and, and you make friends as well. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, so I, I met Lambi on... Uh, uh, the cheese uh, um on, I think it was 
Twitter Spaces or Clubhouse. Um, yeah, so then oh, cool. we, we quickly <laughs> uh, met in real life with other friends uh, from uh, around uh, Melbourne. Yeah, so I think it's great. I think it's great if you if you don't live there only because I don't think if it, that it can be sustainable being only on the digital. I just find find it very difficult. It's a um, man. It's 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 pretty interesting, isn't it? I mean, mm. I always say yeah. It's it's a fine line between spending two way. You know, I always get a bit. Uh, conscious of getting another social media because it's just a time vacuum you know but mm. it's also kind of fun to have a, a a number of different ones you can tap in and tap out of you know and you realize like instagram's not that interesting you know it's, it's kind mm. of fun but it's like there's there's other ones and yeah. also connecting and meeting up and actually forming real friendships that's that's sick <laughs> it's great i yeah. think especially for me and in my situation when you move countries and yeah and then COVID lockdowns yeah so i was you know because of my business i do i work at nights um with my team so we're doing like video conferences so i'm already online a lot with your team like your design team yeah yeah so then um yeah so it's i i I feel like i need a real life in australia so Mm. this is why you know uh, I like to connect with people so internet it, it, it helps uh, Instagram whatever you know uh, it takes time um, I guess um, but yeah it's it's good it's another option um, yeah it's always that it can social media you know like how talk <laughs> about how damaging it is and and I will it's you know so addicted I'm so addicted but mm. yeah I've gotten so much out of like connecting if you, you can just connect with anyone mm. like the, the amount of guests i've had on this podcast that i was just never would have dreamed i'd be able to mm. like have a chat with just through social media it's the most accessible time that's ever existed you can yeah i mean it's, sometimes you just write to people that you hugely inspire you and very often they'll write back that's that's it and it's crazy and, I, and it's great to connect with because Maybe in real life you don't have the opportunity to connect with um, so many people like-minded, mm. you know, with the same interests. So it's great. I, I like to, you know, when I like um, the the things of, you know, uh, the work of someone, I'll, you know, I'll message them and I'll say, hey, you know, I love your stuff or, you know, kind of, yeah, like in... I like to to be real and participate. I, I don't. I try to pace myself on digital because I, I really, you know, have children. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I like to paint in real life, um, and it's. I want to be more involved in painting, so mm. I can't wait to finish this show and be in my studio for a year. Yeah. I was just about to ask, what's what's next? Do you think you so you won't have a break? No breaks for you. You keep keep painting. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I'm not painting full time. Hmm. Uh, that it's good for me because I don't think it's sustainable for me painting full time. I mean, it's good that you know I have other things 
so when I'm painting, I'm really having fun and I'm not thinking, oh, this is not working or, you know, I, I just like, my business, my, my life is more uh, filled with other stuff as well. So I think I found a good balance. Uh, so I don't rely on only one thing. So I'm like doing stuff and it works for me because if not, I get really obsessed with stuff and yeah. And it, so I don't have to rush, rush it. Yeah. Like I want to, you know, really um, evolve my painting, uh, you know, take it further. And so no matter what, you know, if I have no shows or no opportunities or there is no interest, I'll, I'll keep doing it. Yeah. And I use my time to do the right thing that it's, you know, paint in the studio and improve and give, bring, bring the qualities that I like. And yeah, so not focus on wasting my time too much on social media or that I, you know, I spend time on it, but, but I try to go back to the studio or there is, I think there is no reason to, to rush. Mm. It's important to do your job very well and feel confident with your staff. For sure, man. Yeah. No, I love what you're saying also about like, yeah, just not, not necessarily always putting all your eggs into one basket, you know, having other things. So then when you are painting, it's like you're grateful to be painting. That's I've, I've, right. been, I've been painting full time for a year and a half now. And uh, I'm thinking about other things, other creative projects, you mm. know. I think I, think I it's, it's good to include those. I mean, this podcast is great for that, you know. It's a fun, fun, fun way to break the week up, you know. That's and just, great. Uh, but yeah. Other, other other creative projects just uh, can focus on being grateful for the for the painting time that you you spend. Yeah, everyone is different, uh, yeah. but I feel like for me it completes my you know my life, and it teach me other stuff mm. because I saw that before when I was doing graffiti, and then all the um, you know commercial illustration that I did, all the digital work. Uh, all the design work, you know, being an art director, now now being a creative director, uh, you know, running my company. So I feel like, um, you know, it, it it's building myself as well and being more clear about what I want with my painting to go because I feel more, okay, you know, I'm now... When I'm painting, I'm, as you said, I'm more grateful. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing what I want now. I'm just painting my way. Um, so, yeah. I love that. That's awesome, mm. man. Good stuff. Thank you. <laughs> Have you got any murals coming up? So, um, we just finished uh, yesterday uh, one in Barry Street um, here in Pran. And then uh, I think... We have a couple of commission uh, murals that kind of we can do whatever we like. Uh, so I'll be joining anyone who invites me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, but um, yeah, if I have time and, and yeah, 
I, I like I really like to paint on the streets. It's just kind of it's fun. Yeah, I yeah, love it too. It's great yeah. <laughs> interacting with people, and here there is so uh, many people that, that a lot of audience that you know following you know following the street art in general. It's just incredible. Mm, yeah, it's just like it. It's like wow. <laughs> there is like even uh, guides to to street art. I just freak out when I when so uh, I was like, what? There is, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't imagine something like this was possible. Oh man, I did that all uh, all over Europe when I went there. I did street art tours in Berlin and wow. stuff. It's yeah. a good. It's like as cheesy as it is. It's a great way to like get, get to know great. the city. You know, you, you you get to know the city in a totally different way. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's great. Yeah. And so yeah, there is yeah. So it's no no having fun at mm. the moment. Hell yeah, man! Fuck yeah, awesome, <laughs> <laughs> dude, man! It's so awesome to chat with you, and so great to finally meet you. We've been uh, digital pen pals for a little while, yes. so um, yeah, I really appreciate you making the time coming on, coming on, and um, yeah, I think so. There's a there's a week left. There's a week left this yes. week. Sorry, sorry, you should have done this sooner, but. Um, uh, this will be out on Monday all, all week come down to Let's Pretend Gallery um, Commercial Road Paran yeah Let's Pretend Gallery so yeah thank you uh, for having me um, yeah I'm a fan of yours so yeah. thank you man pleasure <laughs> legend <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks for listening everyone take care bye take care